Good good morning, good evening, good night, whatever time zone you may be in. Welcome to another podcast from Blessing 363, where Jesus is Lord. Father God, we thank you for all that you're doing and all that you continue to do in our life. We pray that as we open our eyes of revelation, that we can see and we know what you have called us to do. We pray for our families, we pray for our loved ones. We pray that you watch over each and every one of us as we walk in the newness of life, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher, and every good thing in our life. And God is practical. God is practical. And he reveals things to us that he knows that we're in the season that we need. That's what we need. And I was watching um, a ministry called Revelation River. And it's, it's, um, it's run by Robert A. Jones. And he's written some books, you know, Kingdom and Book and spiritual warfare and i think there's another one as well because i bought what i bought one of them and i i just decided to, i'm gonna just read it off in that week because usually my books i just start reading and then if i've read a chapter and i said oh yeah that's all i need to know and i put it down down well i, I have the on kindle but i just put the i just don't read it but when i started reading his book about the kingdom it it it's so it was so interesting that I I said I need this information inside. I need to have it inside. And today he he was he was on and you know sometimes when you you're gonna watch something and then you say, Oh no, a lot of the things that I said I'm gonna watch, I I I shared them, put them on my phone and then a lot of the times they just left there and I don't watch them but when he came on, he came on a, a live chat and then I was ending up, I was going to watch the news. Then after I said, you know what, I'm going to just watch him. And then I was so blessed by it because he was talking about the things of heaven and the things of the, and the things of the earth. And he started, you know, when he started to give the teaching, God really does flow into our lives and the Holy Spirit really does speak into our lives what we should know because what he was saying it's surpri- it was surprising him as well because God he he was there to be the vessel for God to say what he needed to say to us because he knows every move God knows every movement that we make and he knows that there's some movements that we make and it's contrary to the one that he wants us to make and he started talk he started talking about us being being a tree being a plant to god because he says that when god says to adam and eve be fruitful and multiply that means that we're a tree we have to produce fruit and he was saying that when jesus jesus says that his father is is the husband man that means that he's a gardener and he prunes and he prunes the tree, you know, takes off what needs to be taken off for it to grow into something that he wants it to be. And he was explaining that that there's things that our God cuts off from our life. Sometimes it's relation, it's relationships. Sometimes it's our attitude. Sometimes it's our habits. Something that's how he cuts off. Because he was he was talking about the things like, you know, adultery, this, this, all those things that we know that 
the Bible says that that's, those things are not acceptable to God. So if we're, if we're doing those things, if we're practicing those things, he cuts them off us. He literally cuts them off because he's pruning us. And when I, I used, I, well, I do still do some gardening, but before I used to do a lot more gardening than I do now because I, in the end, I find that I've planted, I've planted flowers and plants that come up every year. So I don't really have to, unless I see something and I say I would want to buy something to plant fresh. I don't really have to plant anything because it comes up, because they're there, I planted them and they come up every year. So therefore, I don't really have to keep on, keep on planting. But we see how nature works, that it is, it, that is the way of nature that with a plant, with a plant, if you know, they say when you have your rose bush, I don't always, you see sometimes, that's why I say I don't really do as much as I used to do before. But they say, if you've got a rose bush, every year you're supposed to cut it back, trim it back, trim it back, that when it comes, it comes forth stronger. It comes forth stronger. And if, if you don't, if you don't do that, trim it here or trim it there it doesn't grow you don't get the best from it it'll grow but you don't get the best from it because it was meant to be pruned and so it is with us and the things that god connect disconnects us from and we, we try we, we try to you know, the devil always wants to give us reason to say, yeah, you know, you know, you, you need to, st you, you don't need to stop talking to a person. You don't need to stop doing it. You know, the devil's always telling us that. And then there's times that because we don't, because we don't, because we, we, we don't fully practice our minds or put our minds to really understand how the devil works. We fall for those things as well. Because sometimes we'll have we'll have decided to block someone, and then the devil saying, "Ah, oh, you know what? You don't have to block that person. You can still you can still do this. You can still do that." And really, God is the one that has blocked it. Because he uh, along the line, he told you why this person, this relationship has ended. If it was the right relationship for you, you would still be in it. So just cut it off. Because it's not going to produce no good fruit. And when you look at it. God. <laughs> does see us as a tree. and Because even Psalms 1 it tells us. That we should be like a tree planted by the river of water. That bring up fruit in our season. So there's fruits that God expects us. And the fruits that he expects us to bring forth. Are the fruits of the spirit. The fruits of the spirit are what he wants us to bring. Uh, it is what he wants to bring forth in our life. And unless he cuts off all those, the attitude, the this, the that, the da, 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 we won't grow into those trees that he wants us to grow into. We won't get those fruits that he wants us to, that he wants us to have. The fruits of the spirit. That's what he wants us to. Those are the fruits that he wants us to produce. Because Jesus came. 
<laughs> Jesus came on earth. The Bible tells us that it didn't come to condemn the world. But he came that the world could live a better life. Because he came with the philosophy of heaven. And that was truth. The fruit of the spirit, grace, favor, healing, authority over the Satan, forgiveness of sin, just everything else, access to the throne of grace, adoption, forgiveness, righteousness, the gifts of the spirit, abundant life, eternal life, having access to the throne of grace. He came, he came that we could have all of that. But when he came, he said, this is what Jesus said in a way, because God, because, no, because man's deeds were dark, they didn't want to come into the, they didn't want to come into the light. Because they so enjoyed what they were doing, that you don't want to come into the light. Because a lot of the times. We. We forget that. When we say we're ambassadors of Christ. That means that. What he came to do. The, king, the kingdom. The country that we come from. It's got certain rules and regulations and things. And that's. That's how we get our benefits because Robert was saying today that have we asked have we asked God what we're supposed to be doing for the kingdom because we're here as ambassadors the minute we are born again we have become ambassadors of Christ and we we are supposed to ask God what did what what would do you want me to do and if we do, as he was saying that, even if it's getting up six o'clock praying, you know, giving somebody a, yeah, a hug, encouraging someone, donating to this charity or whatever it is that God would say, this is what I want you to do. If we do it, we'll see that God will support us we will understand how he's doing it, but he's doing, he'll do it that whatever our needs are, they're always met because we are doing the work of the kingdom. And when you do the work of the kingdom, there is benefits. We have to learn that when we become Christians, when we become born again, it's not about always having, it's not about, I'm not. Uh, I've got to get this into work for this time. I've got to study. I've got to do this for work. I've got to do that for work. So I can't. Re I, I haven't got the time to read the Bible. And say, oh, I haven't read my Bible for a week. Because I've been too busy doing this. No. That's not the way that it should be. Nobody. God is not going to say. Nobody's. Anybody's supposed to ne neglect their work. No. He will never say that. Because he wants us to be diligent people. For his name's sake. But. He expects us to take the time 
to read to read his word because in the end it's not the work that we do it's not the work that we go grudge to do every day that's that we're going to be judged for it's what we did for the kingdom and what I, what I've noticed myself is that life itself can be so distracting and you be it, it occupies you with some it's one thing challenge after the other because what he was saying is that the devil's work is the the the, the, the spiritual battle that we have is that the forces of darkness are trying to get to stop us from doing what God wants us to do and they're trying to stop trying to stop us from reading the bible because the more we read the bible and we understand the kingdom and god's words we can use it against the kingdom of darkness because as he said which is true there's times when you're reading the bible and you get you fall asleep i've i've had more than one occasion that i've been reading the bible and i've fallen asleep and then i've gotten up and, I've, and I'm able to be watching the TV. But but I was too tired to read the Bible. So we see that the, the devil's got an agenda to keep us away from the word of God. Because he knows, because he wants to keep us. Because he, want, he wants to keep us depressed. Hopeless in sin. Lacking, stressing, and he wants us to feel that we've got no way out, that we're trapped in this or that. That's what he wants us to do. But when we hold on to the kingdom, there's hope. That's why, that's why Jesus said, "Seek the kingdom of heaven, and everything will be added on." Because it will. Because if you seek God. He will provide for you. And he does. There's times. There's times when. When I've been. When I've been. Low on finances. And then. I'm supposed to be getting a certain money. On this. On this date. And. He brings the date forward. That I don't, that you, <laughs> he brings it forward because he wants to bless you and he wants you to bless somebody else as well. He doesn't want you to feel hopeless. He doesn't want you to feel in poverty. He can move things around in our favor. And he does. All the time. Sometimes you're going to buy something. And then you'll see it's uh, if, uh, X amount off. And he put it to a price. that That's more affordable for you to have. There's blessings. When we belong to the kingdom of God. But what are we doing. For the kingdom. We can't just. be Being a Christian. Being a born again, being a kingdom, all right then, being a kingdom citizen, be, being a kingdom citizen, 
doesn't just mean that we only go to work, come home, go to work, come home, go to work. They, once we're born again, God expects different things from us. God expects us to be doing something. And each and every one of us has to ask him. Father, what do you wish that I do? What do you want me to do? What did you create me to do? Because he tells us in Ephesians 2.10. That he's, he's, had, he's created good works for us to do. And he said that in doing those good works, we will also get satisfaction as well. We will also be blessed. Because he has blessed us to, to be a blessing. So we need, we need to, we need to ask God. Because there's times when, because I was, I've been thinking about it before that, Sometimes you get so distracted and by that time, that distraction like takes away the whole day. Takes away the whole day because you're distracted. The devil brings this situation, brings that situation, this, that, that, that. Something or the other is going to distract you. But God and Jesus, Jesus said, He created us for purpose. And, it said, and he said that there's many a plans that a man has in their heart. But he said it's his will for our life that will prevail. Because he created us for his purpose. We are the trees in his garden. That are there for him. To do his will. Because he knows that. Whatever he called us to do. It's needed. When you buy. When you buy. When you buy plants. And you're planting them. <laughs> if there's a flower. You're, you're not going to. You're not going to. Um, turn the flower. To your, to your neighbor's garden. Turn, you're not going to turn it around. That when it blooms. It's just, you, it's just your neighbor that's going to see it. You're, you bought that plant to beautify your garden that you can look at it. Because today, when I, today, when I, today, when I, I went outside because I bought some flowers for my mom and I just, you know, I wanted to get some, some other greenery to add to it. And I was cutting I was cutting from this side of my garden and then there was a other there was a other a similar plant but it was like one was red and the other one is like white with little red on it and then I I cut one of the the red one because it was right right in front of my right in front at the side and then I looked and there was the, on, on the other side there was this, that white one that I planted and when I looked I seen that Oh, a lot, of, a lot of the branches, a lot of the branches and the flowers were actually leaning over into my next door's garden. And I, in the end, I cut more of that one. Not all of them from, from not, I, di, I didn't um, cut all of them that there was none leading over. 
but I cut I cut more from over that side than I did from over the, the side that was in directly in front of me that I could see. Because I want to see when the flower opens. I want to see the beauty of them because I bought I am um, I bought it for that purpose. So just know that when God created us and planted us on this earth for his purpose he doesn't he doesn't want us to be going over the wall to be to to be on the to be on the enemy's side when he created us for its pleasure that that he can see us blooming that his name can be glorified every time you do something that somebody can call upon his name is being glorified just like how we, as I said today, I didn't even, today I didn't even, I hadn't even noticed that that plant, that, that flower had come up so much that it was really bending, bending next door because it's just a little wall. Yeah. And when we look at that, we are the the flowers in God's garden and the devil's already stole from Adam and Eve already. That's why, that's why, that's why God had to put, put on his the fle flesh. Jesus had to put on, put on humanity to get back our victory to fight for us. To fight for us. Because if the devil knew. That putting him on the cross. Was going to give us this. Heavenly perspective. This favor. This favor. This eternal life. Being able to go to the throne of grace. Just imagine. We we in the UK. We have a, we have a royal family. And there's guards. On the, there's, there's, there's guards. There's soldiers. There's guards on the door. There's police out even even when we have parliament there's police out there protecting 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 the people in the pre premises we can't you can't just turn up you you have to be announced you can't just turn up you can't just turn up at Buckingham Palace and expect that you're gonna get in no because it's royalty and they have to be protected. And so it is. We have a king. And he says to us, come boldly to my throne. You don't have to go through anyone else. Because when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was ripped. Come come he offers us a kingdom that we need to renew our mind for because when we look when you look at it and you really study the kingdom it's amazing it's amazing and the devil wants to bar 
people from coming into that kingdom by distracting them, by giving them anxiety and hopelessness and everything else. God bids us all to come. Jesus said if anybody come, comes to him, he will not turn them away. We have the, we have the choice. And because you usually hear that people say, how could a good God send people to hell? God doesn't send anyone to hell. It's a choice that you make. You're either with God or you're not. But God says, choose life because Jesus is the only way. I was, I'm nearly at, for, for those who, who heard my, uh, my last podcast, but the podcast before this, I've been reading through Nehemiah and I think tomorrow it's going to be the last chapter. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow will be the last chapter. I think that is, it's going to be, I think it's going to be 13. Yes, yeah, so tomorrow is going to be the last chapter. And I will say, it started off by saying, you know, the lessons. Because I should have been, I should have. Uh, I, I, what was I on? I think I was, I think I, it was, ex, I think it was, no, I think I was on numbers. And then I, I, I should have, it should have gone on to Joshua, but I said that um, I felt led to read Nehemiah because I've heard someone say something about Nehemiah and then it just come to the spirit to say read it because there's something that God wants you to learn from it and tomorrow is going to be the last chapter but I've learned I've learned, I've learned something from Nehemiah, reading it through. And what I've learned, the lessons I've learned from Nehemiah is that whatever God has told you to build, keep building. Keep building. And even when people are encouraging you to come down, to come down because uh, they've got something better to tell you to do. They've got something to say to you. Keep building. Keep building. Because God is faithful and he's not going to tell you to build something that he knows that you can't build. He's not going to tell you to do something that he knows that you can't do. Because I remember before, some years back when I would say, because, you know, when you see a... These people go to all these far countries and sometimes you hear some of them say they had no electricity, they had no this, they had no that. They just went out like in a wilderness and you're thinking to yourself, would God send me in a wilderness? And then I was talking to my son about that. My son said to me, no, he won't send you out there like that. He won't just send you like that. The people that go are the ones that he knows that in their heart, that's what he created them for and that's what they'd want to do. So don't be and don't be afraid of what, what men say no matter who they are 
just work according to the plan what God has given you to do. Because the Bible says that fear of man can be a snare. Because sometimes there's things that God has told us to do. But because we fear man. Because we because we fear man, what they oh, are, what, what people are going to say, what people, it's always about, you know, it's always about people are going to say, and nobody knows who these people are that's going to say. But we always think that people are going to say this and people are going to say that. And really, the only, the only opinion that we should be bothered about is what God is saying. I'm not saying that you can't take advice from people. Yes, because the Bible says we have to have good counsel, but it has to be good counsel and we have to be sure that it is the counsel of God and not just man feelings towards us. Because sometimes people, because I know, I, I remember that there, I heard, on the, was it on the news they were saying before? I think that's where I said it. So that there was an article in the paper that said, don't, don't ask people's opinion about your life, what you should do or not do. Because I think it was, was it this philosophy? Yeah, they're saying that because they were saying that. People, a lot of the times, they don't see, they don't see you as God sees you or even, they, well, they, they didn't talk about God, but they, I'm saying, they don't see you as you see yourself. Because it was saying that, People will think people think less of you sometimes than what you than what you think. So if they like it was an example like if if a person said that they was going after a certain job a job and the people would say, Are you sure you want to do this? Are you, are you sure you want to do that or whatever? And then they were saying that it was said that think down the line, the job the job that they were going after, it, it was uh, less it was going to be less money than the one that they were in that that they were in so the people said why 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 do you want to go leave that job and go to do this job and then in the end it can be that in the end the company that the company that they were in getting getting all that more money it closed down but the company that they were thinking of going to which was paying less was still open that means that they would have still had a job and it's following people's advice that let people miss out on things that God has for them as well. Because people don't think you, you're capable of doing this. If, if you say that, that you want to do such and such a thing and people are saying, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Because they don't see you in that light. But God knows that whatever he's put in your heart to do is because he knows that it's in your heart to do. And he knows that you're quite capable of doing it. So as well as we take advice, but we have to be careful what counsel we're taking. Is it godly counsel? Is it worldly counsel? We have to be careful. We have to always ask God, what do you say? Yes. So what we have to do is follow God's advice. Because we see with Nehemiah, he came out and he made a lot of difference to a lot of people's life. And it shows us that because when they finished and the, the gates, all the gates and they built up the wall and everything, 
and they had a party. Symbols singing loudly said that it said that um, even people outside Jerusalem could hear. Because there was praise in God. And sometimes, I'm sorry to say, sometimes some Christians have, it's as if to say that um, they were afraid to really praise God. They're, they're afraid to praise God because we know that the Bible tells us that David danced and even to his wife, but it, it, it locked her womb, what she said to him. Because he was praising God. And sometimes people are stopped from praising God. Sometimes the Bible tells us symbols, tambourines and everything. And if you're some, sometimes you can be in a church and you're playing a tambourine. And it's as if to say, even if you're shouting, praise God. It's as if to say you're causing an interference. Because you know what God has done for you. And you know that he's worthy of your praise. So let us ask God. Let us all ask him, Father God. What? What do you want us to do for the kingdom? Because if we're not living a life, if we claim to know God and we're not living a life that's doing what he wants us to do, not being the flowers that are shining in his garden and we're hanging over, hanging, just hanging over the, the fence. What would be the purpose of implanting us? So we need to decide where we stand. He tells us seek first the kingdom because he knows that the strategies of the kingdom will set us on the right foundation. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your keeping care. We thank you for the eye of revelation and we pray for the ministry. We pray for the ministry, the Revelation River ministry. We pray for Robert, Father God, A. Jones and his family. Father God, because he has really, he has really heard your voice. Father God, and going deeper, deeper and wider into your kingdom. Father God, may we all be the God, be the flowers that you have planted in the garden of life. Because you have given us fertile fields to grow in, Father God. So help us to grow as we should. We pray for our families, our communities, our countries, Father God, that you do. We pray for those working in the health service. We pray for the doctors and nurses, the dustmen, the cleaners, the, each and every one, Father God, for the fulfilling their purpose father god because if if even even those people look down on people when they do certain jobs all this but if they weren't there if the road sweeper wasn't there sweeping the place would be full of rats and who wants that father god we thank you and we appreciate everyone that does the work that that you have set them there to do father god we thank you father god for caring people 
We thank you for loving people, Father God. That even when we go to hospital to do certain things, that, that would be stressful because of their care and because of their understanding. It makes it relaxing. We thank you, Father God, that there's a peace that passes all understanding that comes from you, that helps your children to go through. So, Father God, as we come to you, Father God, and we ask you, Father God, what should we do for the kingdom? Speak into our lives and let us know what is our job as kingdom citizens, Father God. We're on assignment. What is your assignment for us, Father God? Help us to read our Bibles. Help us to study your word. Help us to listen to the messages that are going to strengthen us. Because you said faith comes by hearing the word of God. So Father God we thank you. For all our pastors, our ministers, Father God. Evangelists, all the prophets, all those Father God. That, that walk in their office. We pray for those that are fallen short Father God. Because you can bring restoration. We thank you Lord for all that you are doing for each and every one of us. And Father God we pray that you give us the strength. And after when you've cut off the limb. And when you've cut off the limb first to shoot up and grow better. Let us not go and try to plant it back. Let us not try to join up with relationships that you have cut off. With, with attitudes that, we, that you have said we should put, leave behind. Help us to grow organic. Help us to be true. Help us to be real. Who you have created us to be. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. And Father God you said in your word. That if we want this new life. That, that Jesus came down from heaven to let us have. All we have to ask you is to forgive us for our past sins. And you will move us from darkness into light. And confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is the son of God. That came and died that we should have this life. And the father will give you this life. And with this life you have moved from darkness into his perfect light. You'll help you to find a Bible believing church. Where you'll go and you'll learn about the Bible. you become a disciple. You get baptized and you live your life for God and knowing what he wants you to do and walking in a different way than you did before. Father God, we pray for the backsliders that they come back. Father God, we pray. We pray for those who are Christians and they're living still like the world that the world can't see us as an example. And wanting to be part of the kingdom. Father God, let us be an example of how the kingdom is that we can call many to you in jesus mighty name we pray father god help us to walk in our authority in jesus mighty name we pray amen jesus loves you and so do i and thank you for listening to blessed and free 63 without your support without your listening it wouldn't make sense because i'd just be speaking to myself but thank you all for listening. God bless you all and your families. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.